Thunder Media. On this episode of Inside Motorsport, we hear from Ben Barguana about racing in the TCR World Cup in Portugal. Adrian Coppen is the events manager of Motorsport Australia, talking about the Speed Series. And Brenton Grove talks about his weekend in the Fantech GT World Challenge Australia, along with some exciting stuff they've got coming up overseas. I hope you'll stay with us. Welcome back to Inside Motorsport. Tony Whitlock, it's Phillip Island. It's uh, the second day of a three-day meeting here for TCR amongst other categories. And I'm with Ben Daguana. Ben, it's great to see you again. Um, you're back for a big adventure because you weren't just driving a TCR car, but you were driving it in Portugal. Yeah, exactly. Look, I've had a crazy few months um, doing TCR again this year, but yeah, we got the opportunity to go to Portugal, which was just was incredible. Racing in the World Touring Car Championship against the best of the best at Portimao was incredible. Uh, and lucky for me, I get to go to Spa in two weeks, so I'm, I'm very excited. Indeed, indeed. What car were you driving there? Uh, Peugeot. So the exact same car I drive in Australia. Yep. Um, for me, it was just the easiest option. I don't have to learn a car and a track at the same time. Um, I jump into something that I'm familiar with, and yeah, I just have to learn the track. So. And you had probably one of the best um, coaches you could ever have in your father, <laughs> who did a similar trip many, many years ago. <laughs> it, was it great having your dad there? I can only assume it must have been. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Dad's been there with me every step of the way, um, and he's, he's no deal when it comes to this motorsport thing, so a um, lot, lot to learn from him, but yeah, the whole overseas thing, he, he made me ready and he kept me prepared, so um, he was also there to help with translations and things, so that was good, um, but yeah, he, he's a really good coach. He always Portuguese has isn't your second language? No, 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 not at all, and I didn't learn a single word, so <laughs> it's still not. Okay, so let's take us through the weekend. Was it a typical three-day weekend? Yeah, yeah, typical three-day. Oh, actually, no, sorry. It was a four-day uh, race oh. meeting. Um, there was like a Thursday sort of open pit lane thing. Um, we had a yeah, few you runs. You laps then? Yeah, yeah. And the track you're at? Uh, Portimao, so Circuit right. Algarve, Circuito Algarve. I don't know how to pronounce it properly. Yes, but, yeah, okay. Um, the MotoGP track. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we got a bit of running on Thursday, which was incredibly helpful. Yep. Um, but yeah, over there they only do two races over a weekend, so it's a bit different to here. Yep. Which I actually don't like. <laughs> I like more races. <laughs> yeah, okay. But yeah, so we had one race on Sunday, qualifying, and yeah, one uh, race one on. Is Saturday. it a big track? Yeah, massive, massive. Right. The facilities are like just huge. The track is like it was pretty long. Like it's not outrageously long, but yeah, About big four track. Four kilometre or thereabouts. Yeah, oh, less than that, I think. Okay. It was, it was really cool, but it's t the whole track is totally different to anything we have in Australia. Just facilities, the track surface, the runoffs, like it's just all different and it was cool. <laughs> okay. Now, in terms of qualifying over there? Um, yeah, look, qualifying we had a really good car. Unfortunately, I made one of the slightest mistakes, but in the World Touring Car Championship, that cost you six spots. So we ended up qualifying 19th, which, you know, probably wasn't where we could have been. I think if we put it all together, we could have been maybe 15th, 14th. Right. Um, you know, we were the only car, only old generation car there. So we weren't going to win races. We knew we'd be a bit off the pace. Um, but, you know, qualified 19th and, and the races, we moved forward heaps. So that was really good. 
and and you picked up an award in your trip there. Yeah, so TCR Europe do a thing where they the top rookie of the round. Um, yeah, so we finished twelfth in the last race, and that was yeah top rookie. So got a trophy, which was pretty cool. Um, got to stand up on the podium at Portimao, which was awesome. I mean, it's not a you know it's not an actual podium, but still get to go through the experience, which was awesome. Your father mentioned to me that you know the crowds aren't they don't have a, a large gate entry. You know, there's not a lot of people there. The corporate and the way in which TCR is run, it's almost a television event. Oh, absolutely. But that event over there was not a high-level event. I mean, in Europe, there's a lot of big events. So that, that event that weekend wasn't really one of the high-level events. So we didn't get a lot of foot traffic through the door, but, you know, what can you do? <laughs> okay. Now, Burson has been a sponsor with you for a number of years now, mm. across different categories. Um, and they're largely responsible for this thing happening. Mm. Oh, absolutely. They've been a big support um, and they've made my dream come true. So, um, But yeah, for them, uh, to make it worth it, we're doing a documentary. So there's, there's going to be a two-part documentary following both of the trips, uh, Portugal and Spa. And yeah, it's going to be 30 minutes on stand. So it'll be really cool um, and it'll be good for them as well. They get a lot of coverage, guaranteed coverage out of it. So, but yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to do it without Burson, and yeah. I wouldn't be able to do anything I've done without Burson. So I can't thank them enough. Right. Okay. Um, well, yeah. the, the good thing for them is you're obviously delivering what they want as well. And, yeah. Um, so you provide the uh, the great uh, atmosphere for them to be uh, involved. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm happy to put my hand up for anything they want. And Dad's an ideas man, so he just keeps coming up with ideas for Burson. He is indeed. He <laughs> so is indeed. They're, they're liking everything at the moment. Um, I'll, I'll actually use a quote about your father when I was trying to help him, which I did, get into a Ford. Howard Marsden said, no one celebrates a win the way Jason does. And, uh, <laughs> exactly. I totally agree. Yes. But I love that. Character's yeah, awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Character's awesome. And I can learn a bit from him. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks very much, Ben Baguano. Philip Island. It's day three of the second round of the 2023 Speed Series. And I'm with Adrian Coppin, who is the general manager of events. Adrian, it's a terrific series and obviously feeling a, a big need for a bunch of categories that have grown enormously in the last four or five years. We're just sort of wondering as to where Motorsport Australia, and it's gone through its own metamorphosis from one thing to another and a new name, but also a new way of doing things. And tell us about where, where Speed Series is going and, and what the ambitions are for it. Yeah, look, sir, certainly, thanks. It's, uh, Speed Series has, uh, I guess, evolved from you know what we knew as the Shannon's Nationals in the Shannon's Motorsport Australia Championships and now Speed Series, so it's had a... A few different names in the last few years, uh, and certainly I think post-COVID for us, it's it's about uh, yeah consolidating the brand and, and getting a really strong hold on on a, a fixed calendar that is you know touches every point of Australia uh, and obviously has a, a strong offering that uh, you know a lot of other national categories uh, can come and race it if they can't get on a supercars bill. So this weekend we're seeing some some categories still running big fields and others not. Is there any specific issues that reason that the fields have dwindled in, say, TCR and S5000 to start with? Look, I can't speak specific to what those categories are doing. Obviously, you know, ARG is the category manager of those categories. I think it's just probably a little bit of the, uh, the, the economic times at the moment. Obviously, everyone's... A cyclical know, thing. So. Yeah, I, I don't think it's anything one particular reason. Uh, obviously, you know, it's hard to say. You've noted that we've got some a very good GT field here and, and production cars. Some of the other categories are a bit smaller, but, you know, the forecast shows as the year goes on, there's... 
think that those fields will increase and you know we do have cars new brand new cars in TCR with you know Cooper and a Lincoln and Co here this weekend so I think it's just uh, probably a sign of you know obviously the times that uh, you know everyone's feeling a little bit of the financial pressure and mightn't be able to rustle up enough dollars to, to get to every round. And, and Motorsport Australia's ambition would be for Speed Series to be you remain roughly like it is now, you know, with the categories that are running here this weekend. Yeah, look, certainly, I think you know, at the at the short term, this is what we'll. This is obviously the the format that we're going with. Um, it's no secret we've obviously introduced a, another tier, the uh, Shannon's Trophy Series, uh, and that's just to, I guess, again, give give national categories another platform to race on without, I guess, the the extra excitement or the extra entertainment that a Speed Series event would bring. Uh, you know, probably something of a Shannon's Nationals of, of old. Uh, and, you know, we're seeing very strong grids for the first one in Sydney in a few weeks' time. So, you know, we'll obviously assess that this year and see see what that looks like and, and whether we, we continue with that or, or we put on more Speed Series events or somewhere in between is something that we'll have to decide okay. close to the end of the year. Um, and I'm right in thinking that all the categories running here are all national championships That's in correct. some way, shape yes. or form. Yeah. Um, and some of them have multiples like GT and production cars, GT4 and production is running together. Where then does the state series, and, and you, we've had strong series in both Victoria, New South Wales and Queensland, and South Australia as well, um, where do they fit in the hierarchy between Shannon's and speed series sort of thing? Look, I think yeah, every state obviously has their own idiosyncrasies and does their own things. Uh, from a, a Shannon speed series point of view, we're you know, committed to obviously providing a platform that's that's below, I guess, supercars for those national categories, but we do see, you know, certain rounds, we, you know, XLs or other categories, you know, Formula Ford uh, do, do come on and are a support act at uh, some of the rounds that we have later in the year. In fact, one of the things that um, Speed Series has evolved into is we've got terrific support in having Stan as your um, co-producer, so to speak, or whatever, having that broadcaster, even though it's not free to air, it, that does give the competitors some coverage yeah, certainly. So the stand broadcast is fantastic. Obviously, we have some you know really good streaming uh, broadcast time there. You know, today we were on air at, at nine thirty this morning, complete with the fog, and we'll finish up at five o'clock. So some really and, and, and that's uh, broadcast on stand only. Yes, correct. Right. Uh, but obviously on, on every Saturday afternoon, it's yeah, free to air from three to five pm uh, on channel nine. So. Yep. You know, it's it's probably not too dissimilar to supercars. You know, yep. and uh, there is obviously um, yeah a strong product in that, and we look to grow that and build on that that success that we're seeing with Stan. Are there any other categories that are possibilities that could come to the Speed Series? Uh, yeah, look, certainly we're seeing some interest from a lot of other categories that uh, are wanting to. You know, we've got sports sedans um, and Formula Four that'll be at the next round at Winton. So there's certainly categories that see it. Uh, I guess probably the biggest challenge for us is calendaring. And, you know, we want to try and obviously make sure that we get a calendar out early enough, but uh, obviously need to work with supercars as to what that looks like. Uh, and I think the, the sooner that we can get calendars out for the preceding years, it means that all those categories can lock in their own their own events. As part of the Speed Series, what do you look to do, you know, having uh, a round in every state, sort of, so to speak? I mean, you were obviously opening round this year in Tassie, then here, then you're off to New South Wales. Um, is that one of the things, is to make sure you cover each of the states? Yeah, look, absolutely. So between between Speed Series uh, and Trophy Series, you know, we do cover uh, all of the, the major states. Uh, obviously, we haven't got to uh, Western Australia or Darwin yet, but uh, that is certainly on the radar. Yeah, well, it's one of the problems of this country is that the geographic thing and the costs involved. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I always used to think it was quite strange when you know, national competitors and things like um, Formula Ford, which can be, of course, a, a, a dad and mum sort of operation, 
and they're having to go to Perth and to Darwin and wow, it's a pretty tough gig to sort of get onto. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, you know we need to be, be mindful of that, and that's obviously about the space in between events to ensure that you know for for the categories that sit regularly on speed series, but also those that come and go, that we do have enough of a gap between events that, that you know they can get their dollars together to travel to to a Queensland potentially or a Tasmania. Yeah. Um, one last thing is probably this is not in your domain, but you might have some clues about it. The Formula forecasts have they all been sold? Have they all gone now? Or is there some remnants of it left? Uh, to my knowledge, they're yeah they're with they're, they're all gone. Uh, there are some in Australia. I think some went abroad, um, but yeah, I'm not too sure of. I, I've been interested and been to quite a number of rounds over several years of the uh, New Zealand series and now the the. Um, Nicholas Calliol, who runs it and has done for a number of years, has has told me that he'd had conversations about um, that series when it was TRS and uh, running in Australia at the Grand Prix or something like that. Have you ever been aware of that sort of Yeah, not to my knowledge, no. Sorry, no. I would be with at the Australian Grand Prix. It would be up to the AGPC. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not so much okay. else anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. Greatly appreciate it. Adrian Coffin of uh, Motorsport Australia. Thank you. Sunday afternoon at Phillip Island. I'm standing here with Bretton Grove minutes after he's finished another one hour race with his father in prep, principally in prep for um, the uh, spa and your test day coming up in a week or so's time. Great result for the weekend from uh, a rather disastrous start in qualifying. Yeah, we had we had the pace all weekend really. We were quite fast in practice when, when we didn't run tyres and everyone else did and then Unfortunately, we didn't get to, to show that pace in qualifying, but um, we definitely got to show it in the race. And yesterday was, was was quite cool to go from last to second, and then we had a little bit of luck with a couple of safety cars, but today to go from, from last to fifth with no safety cars, I think is probably equally uh, as rewarding, if not more. Your father talked to yesterday to me about how this was a tune-up to get ready for Belgium, the spa. Um, and of course, there's a four-driver crew, four driver crew that other drivers with you are? Uh, we've got Earl Bamba yep. and Anton Di Pasquale. And of course both of them have driven with you before. So you're obviously comfortable as a foursome then? Yeah, really, really comfortable. I'm, I'm pretty well best mates with the both of them, so I'm, I'm talking to them every day and um, Earl's driving nearly every day with, with his program in WEC, so he was at Spa two weeks ago. Um, he then drove the new GD3R there last week. Um, he's been doing 36-hour tests this week, and then he goes to Nurburg 24 next week. So he'll be on the pace. Uh, Anton will have to switch his mind from the supercar to, to the GT3 car, but obviously Steve and I have just driven this previous generation one. Um, so we're, we're all very confident uh, and excited to get stuck into it. And in fact, Porsche's running the car for you? I uh, know, so Earl will run the car. Oh, okay. Um, and we're taking Jack Bell, who's uh, Matt Payne's race engineer in supercars. Yep. He'll come over as a performance engineer. Um, and then we'll use the normal crew we've, we've used previously with Earl in Dubai and Kyle Army and we have the same crew that does the Intercontinental Series with us um, so it'd be good to reunite with them. Okay, now I'm curious, I mean I, I have a New Zealand father, he's long dead unfortunately for me but um, New Zealand connections are fairly strong in your team and I'm just wondering what is it more just than having Matt Payne and Earl Bam on your driving list? What it, we try and find talent regardless of nationality or anything else, and it just so happens that, that most of them are Kiwis. Um, Australia, a lot of good exports from Australia tend to go overseas and, and do the Oscar Piastri route and try and uh, race in F1, uh, whereas it seems that the, some of the Kiwis like to stay a bit closer to home. And um, They're good guys, they're, they're fun to drive with, and they're mega talented. So 
it just happens so by coincidence. I concur on all those points, by the way, as well. Well, best of luck. We'll be certainly watching to see uh, how the Grove Racing team goes over in, in Belgium. That will be fantastic. Thank you very much. Cheers. This is the final in our series from Phillip Island. I hope you've enjoyed all the interviews and we look forward to you joining us again next time here on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.